whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Hello there, it's Brian. Hi, I'm Frank. How are you? Not too bad. Good to have you here. You are on the list already the last years with a lot of songs. So let's talk about uh, the new album, So Happy It Hurts. How do you feel with the new one? Well, I feel rather good. I, I look forward to getting it out. It's been, uh, I actually finished it over a year ago. And uh, because I switched record companies from Universal to BMG, it's been taking some time to organize. But it comes out March 11th, and I'm very excited. So uh, recording on, on the album under these circumstances, how difficult was it for you? Initially, uh, I was wondering how I was going to do it, but I ended up recording all the instruments myself, and that made it easier. So I sat in a room with my engineer, and we just got on with making a record. But, but you are still in contact with your uh, musicians from the band. Yeah, for sure, but we couldn't get together because we weren't allowed to. Yeah, I know. So do you have a favorite track on the album, personally? Well, uh, I love the first song that came out, So Happy It Hurts. And there's there's quite a few on the record that I like. The um, one that comes to mind just now is the last song on the album, which is called These Are the Moments That Make Up My Life. What is uh, special for you about this song? Well, I think it's a songwriter's obligation to sort of sing your truth. And there's something about the idea that the little things in life are the most important. And that, I think that's what occurred to me most during the lockdown. It wasn't like there was one big thing that was important. It was all the little things that make life important and so I try to encapsulate that in this song okay so uh, one thing surprises me a lot um, all the songs were written on this album with uh, John Matt Lang how did no, you get in touch correct. with him that's not correct uh, six of the songs are written with Mutt uh, three are written with Jim Valance and a couple are written with Gretchen Peters so there's three different uh, teams there Okay, uh, and uh, what what is the difference? Let's say working with uh, Matt Lang, with uh, Wellens, and uh, with uh, Peterson. Well, it all comes down to the song, and uh, I I love working with all three of them. But with Matt, uh, it, it's quite interesting. We we didn't actually sit in a room; we just exchanged ideas via the internet. And so I would send him an idea for a song, and he'd say, "Yeah." Could be something. <laughs> Then a week later, he'd come back to me and say, "What do you think of this idea?" I said, "Yeah, that's it also could be something." And uh, eventually, we would sort of back and forth until we make a record. Okay, um, you had a lot of success uh, writing with uh, Jim Wellens. Uh, is there a secret of the success you had as a songwriter pair? Uh, I don't. I don't know if there's a secret, but if there is, I really want to know what that secret is, because it's not like something you—it's not something tangible. It's—it's uh, it's called it's called chemistry. You know, why do two people work so well together, and not necessarily just 
as songwriters, but why are two people more compatible than other people? And I just consider that we got lucky that we met each other because we created so much beautiful music together. That's definitely right. <laughs> um, so uh, let's let's talk about a few songs. Um, what is the story behind "So Happy It Hurts"? Well, uh, the one thing that um, we couldn't do during lockdown was that we couldn't just get up and go. We had to sort of stay put. And the, I think the idea that we had kind of lost our spontaneity uh, kind of hit home to everybody. So I wanted to create a song that was really about freedom and getting back out there you know, the thrill of the open road and just going somewhere without having to worry about anything. So that's what the idea basically was about the song. Uh, a great rock song is uh, Kick-Ass. <laughs> what was the story behind this song? Yeah, this is an idea that was brought to, to me by, by Mutt. And uh, we wanted to create a song that was just uh, like the opening, opening of the show. Let's create a song that's going to be the opener of the show. And guess what? It is now the opener of the show. Uh, there's nothing more interesting than uh, having this incredible sermon by John Cleese at the, as the opener of it. Um, so the, the actually idea is just, it's just like, the, hey, come on everybody, let's, let's, let's get out and let's, let's rock. Okay, uh, the new single is going to be Never Gonna Rain, as far as I know. Uh, so what is the story behind this song? Well, we've released now f four songs. We've released So Happy It Hurts, we've released Open Road, we've released... Um, uh, Kick Ass. We've, we, now we're releasing Never Gonna Rain. I don't know if it's necessarily right to say that it's a single, because... It's just a, it's the fourth song we're releasing from this album, which is coming out in March. The idea behind the song is just optimism. Again, you know, we were in lockdown, so let's create something that's optimistic. Um, you know, even when we're facing the worst possible circumstances here. Um, you know, and, and so I like the idea of turning negatives into positives. And, you know, most people complain about the rain, but I wanted to make the, the idea of the rain as a gift. Okay, so uh, we would like to be uh, very positive uh, in terms of uh, seeing you live on stage. So are there any plans? Is it possible? Yeah, but there's so many plans. I mean, whether, but all, all the best plans seem to be uh, at the mercy of governments. So we don't know half the time whether what, what we're doing is going to be, you know, for example, this, this tour we're on now, uh, I... I start. I, I'm, in, I'm calling you from Madrid, by the way. Okay. And we uh, we leave for for Portugal tomorrow. We play Portugal on Saturday night, and it's you know it's a big show. It's a big rock show. We have sixteen thousand people in Lisbon, and you better believe that I'm going to put my video camera out there and show the world that people can get back together again, because it's you know I think it's time. Um, but I, obviously, I can't speak for. The, the governments of the world uh, but for me it's time and uh, to get back out and do it and so we're playing 
Um, we're playing for the next week and a half, and then the rest of the tour looks like it's going to be uh, up in the air because we don't know whether the Austrian government are going to allow people to come into the into the show. We don't know if the Italians are going to allow it, but uh, we're, we've got our fingers crossed. So where do, where do you play in Lisbon? Because I lived there for four years. <laughs> uh, playing at the, is it called Alicante? Uh, um, uh, what's the name of the place? I don't I don't remember. But a, a huge, huge area. It's the, it's the big it's the big arena there. Okay, perfect. So uh, let's talk talk. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I I understand very very little, but I can't speak any. And you lived there how long? Four years. My father my father was uh, stationed there, so so I I met him several times a year. And you oh, so you you didn't go and live there then? No 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 not no not all the time. What, what years were you there? Uh, between 
Well, my personal favorite album is, uh, I think, we're called Into the Fire, the one after uh, Reckless. Okay. This is an album I love. Thank you. I made that album in my house in Vancouver. Okay. And I put a studio in my basement and decided I would just make a, make a record uh, in the house and we put all the beds against the wall and, the, and just took all the furniture out and recorded there for about six weeks and made that album. It's 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 so, so so different if you listen to the songs, songs like for 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 instance Remembrance Day, is a fantastic yeah. track for me. Thanks. Yeah, I like that song too. Uh, listening listening back to it now, I, I can I can see uh, what what was influencing us at the time, and we were we were influenced a lot by this this keyboard called an emulator, and it had these really big drum sounds on it and so sometimes when I hear the tracks I can hear that keyboard because it was, it was the same keyboard that Peter Gabriel was using on uh, things like Sledgehammer Okay. and uh, it was sort of so revolutionary and also that it was the early days of drum machines mm. so if you listen to songs like Heat of the Night the bass drum pattern is much more complicated than it needs to be because it's, it was designed around a drum machine. Okay. Uh, and then I asked Mickey, my drummer, to try and, and make it sound like that. And so, yeah, we were influenced by... Our tools became the influence and, uh, of, of the songs. And, and so, yeah, so sometimes when I hear that record, I, I'm reminded of technology being at the sort of cusp. Everything was changing. No, no longer were things... Uh, so analog it was the beginning of the digital era you know things were things were people were talking about uh, recording on digital tape and that kind of thing and it wasn't until the next album that we actually started doing it but it, uh, yeah that was the beginning of it thanks Brian for the interview and thanks for your kind your kind words thanks a lot whole lot of talk the interviews that rock subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts